Hey there, and welcome to the Insert Coin Theater podcast. We are on episode 24, and today we have an ever so special guest. I'm so excited to have him on the show. Please welcome Mr. Shaka Panda, the one and only. I love this guy. Hi, Shaka. How What's are you? up, everybody? How are you guys doing? <laughs> welcome to the show, really, buddy. Welcome to the dude, show. Dude, I'm so excited to be here with you. I've uh, long been enjoying your podcasts and uh, have like taken taken a, a hiatus from doing podcasts myself, and I love doing them just haven't had time to do them as i'm sure you understand sometimes and and so like i just miss this it's nice to be able to sit down it's like one of the only times that we actually sit down with uh, our peers and really you know dig deep and, and chat about things and talk shop so i'm excited <laughs> absolutely i'm i'm totally thrilled um but that said we'll we'll get over the uh the pleasantries we'll get into that in a minute we're gonna go ahead and just start the show so welcome to the ict podcast let's get into it yep <laughs> And welcome back, guys. And again, we are here with the ever so amazing Shaka Panda. Oh, if you're watching the video version, you see the lovely face. He's dancing. It's wonderful. It makes me so happy. I'm so happy to have you here, buddy. It's great. Like, it's going to be good. <laughs> Shaka is a huge inspiration to me and what I do. Every time I watch his streams, I just feel like energized Aww. to go and, and uh, keep kicking butt. So I love it. So um how, how long yeah t tell us <laughs> tell us about your your stream and your content and what you do like what are, are you just streams you do do you do other stuff like what it, what are you into with the content area um yeah so i'm sort of fortunate that i have kind of like a frankenstein set of skills like frankenstein together kind of education in a lot of different mediums in uh, I mean, that are useful in content creation, especially something like streaming. It's such a cross-discipline art form. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and so I'm fortunate that, you know, I spent years doing websites and graphic design and then went on to doing uh, publishing independent comics online and then moved into podcasting, focused on that for a long time, on-demand videos on YouTube for a while. So, like, when I finally got to where I was really feeling like, oh, this is where I, this is, this is home. This is, this is the place that's really working. This is where the community is really happening. The, the dream of being able to catch on a little bit um, finally started happening on Mixer. Um, but I bring to that a lot of experience, like probably a good seven, eight years of the content you know, hustle. Um, and so I'm, I'm familiar with a lot of different stuff. So it allows me to kind of do whatever I want, right? Like sometimes I'll do game streaming. Sometimes I'll do IRL streaming. Sometimes I'll do, you know, I'll get connected with local people and do events and host like a, like a midnight release uh, at, uh, at GameStop. We did that uh, recently. That was a bunch of fun. Um, I like to go to events and things, uh, but I also like to fold origami on streams. I grew up folding origami and doing paper craft stuff. So I like that. And sometimes I'll do like, sometimes I'll do like live streaming, you know, like a like art you know like using uh using my wacom tablet and uh, maybe taking a screenshot from uh a game that we've been playing recently and doing a little fan art for it or maybe working on some new graphical feature for the stream but doing it together with the community live so that we can all get an opportunity to you know add their input and be a part of it so you know i kind of do all different stuff you know, i i'm i'm what they call the dreaded the dreaded uh uh, variety streamer <laughs> Ooh, the the bad word in in the world of streaming right um oh, and, and that that's that's one of the things that i absolutely love about what you do though is that you are truly so varied and you have such a breadth of things that you do that you bring a lot to the table and that's part of what makes your content so approachable and i mean couple that with your personality and your your positivity that you you definitely <laughs> share you you could be playing the most frustrating game in the world and yet you still you still have a laugh about it and you still like i don't think out of all of the time i have spent watching your content i don't think i've seen you mad about a game once i'm, I'm sure you've gotten salty but like you you usually find a way to make it funny and and laugh at yourself and the game you know rather than it's interesting you mentioned that that's yeah. very important to me i go out of my way to make sure that that's the case um i uh I pick games that I'm confident I'm not going to get 
tilted on or too salty. Tilted is kind of the term I like to use. It comes from playing Magic the Gathering back in the day, which really it comes from like playing, you know, it's a term that comes from, uh, you know, the, the origin of gaming as we know it, especially video gaming, which is, of course, you know, the, the old pinball machines and tilting the pinball machines. You yep. get so mad you tilt it, right? Yep. Um, so like I, I try and avoid tilting on stream. I find that that moving from like playfully upset or frustrated into actually mad it doesn't really work so well in a live stream format. I think that it can it can work and be very funny if it's like super cut together and like an on-demand highlight clip or even a portion of a Let's Play where you really, really get like furious about something, record yeah. the whole thing and take funny little outtakes and moments where you're like increasingly angry and shit gets worse and worse and all that. Right. Um, but I have found that on a live stream format, basically the the feeling it evokes is like, you know, if we can if we can cast our memory many years ago, back to the time when we were, you know, children visiting at like a friend's house after school and like you get and then like 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 the kids, like the person that you're visiting, their parents get mad at them and they get like a talking to and you're just kind of sitting there on the side like this is a place I don't want to be. You know, like that's so awkward. Yes, <laughs> that's it's the awkward. It's, it's, it's exactly it's like it's like, oh, man, you know, dad's mad. You know, like I don't want to create that feeling right. with my community. I don't want to create that experience on my stream. It's not why we're there. There's right. enough of that kind of stuff in the world. And so it's 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 at the top of my priority list. It's one of the things that are kind of in a couple things that are extremely important to me. And chief among them is don't don't allow myself to get actually mad if i'm getting actually mad like that it's time to find strategies to get back to fun and if i can't if i'm finding myself getting stuck there it's time to change the game and move on because finding that's the not fun why we're here i i love that phrase because mm -hmm. i use that in the past that it's finding what is fun in a game and yeah. sticking to that because not every game is exactly fun to every person right but you can often even if you're in a game that you don't necessarily love uh, you can right. still find something to make it fun, whether you're just, you know, you find something like there's something that they didn't mean for you to collect, but you go collect it. Like in Skyrim, you go collect all the heads right. of your enemies or, you know, things like that. Like my, my, <laughs> yeah, my SO Recky has a skull pile, a head pile in, in their house. That's just like, like 30 or 40 that's heads. Amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's just finding, <laughs> finding things like that, that make it fun for you. And that, that's one of the, the strong suits that you bring to the table. And I know I'm, I'm gushing about you, but like, I, I legitimately, <laughs> I love your content. I love what you do. Thank so you, you are, you are, yeah, you are one of the shining examples of excellent content creators and live streaming today. And thank you. Um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just thrilled to have you here. So yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you and I could geek out about uh, the philosophical side of streaming pretty big time. I think. And, and I think we will so, a little bit today. So it's, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. But, but with streaming that said, prepare yourselves. Yes. Yes. But with, with that said, like, I, I just, I think, um, I think people should definitely check you out and that that's kind of, this first segment, I kind of wanted to make sure that sure. we got the point across that your content is definitely worthwhile. And, um, I know that that worthwhile is such like a, like a lame term, but, um, in my it's opinion, it's hard it's, to find yeah, that's, content that's, that's worth your time. And I will yeah. say that your content is worth the time and, um, time is a, is a valuable thing. Um, that's why whenever anybody takes five minutes to pop into my stream and they're like, I can't stay, but I wanted to say, hi, I'm just like, my heart is full. You made me so happy. Yeah. Like you literally spent your most valuable thing, something that we only have in finite amounts that's on this right. mortal coil to spend some of it with me. And that that's a huge deal. A, that is a hundred percent. People often ask, you know, Hey, where does all that energy come from? Cause I'm, I'm kind of known for being high energy in my streams. And I, I, I wonder that um, too. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell you right now. Um, it's it's uh, it's something that at first I wasn't quite sure about, but you know, as as uh, as is often the case with things like this, they sort of reveal themselves over time. And the the reason why I'm able to keep that level of high energy and positivity and excitement in my streams uh, is not because I've just decided to robot happy time. Like that's not it at all. Um, it's a constant effort to keep uh, keep in my mind how. Um, how much of how exciting it is, like you just said, to have somebody in your stream at all, anybody, to always remember that every single line of chat, every single number in your view count, every single host, every single everything, that's a whole human being. 
that like has a job and relationships, ups, downs, bills, uh, cars, payments, um, insurance, like all that sh- stuff. Where are we with cussing? I don't remember. I don't know if we, we try about to. That yeah, we, we try to keep it clean. So it's it's keep a it slip clean. is all okay, right, gotcha. but yeah, we keep it clean. <laughs> all right, okay, all that sh- stuff. Um, <laughs> no, but 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 for real, like 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 this is this is my, one of my probably biggest philosophical sort of nuggets is that you know if you can really not just remember that every once in a while or be like oh yeah I guess I sh-, you know like, no no like this is the thing that. Um, if you've ever seen like the like acrobats where they keep like a bunch of plates spinning, you know, yeah. I kind of think of it like that where it's like I have this thing where I'm, I'm constantly stepping over to the like, you know, gratitude plate and spinning it and like choosing to do that always. And um, and if I'm ever sort of losing if I'm ever sort of losing the vibe that I intend to cultivate in my stream, I can I typically am getting disconnected from that. And And really what it comes down to is remembering that every single person, every single view, like I said, Though that's a whole person, a whole person with all the things that make a person a person, and 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 it's it's almost overwhelming to realize that, like every single time you see a name pop up, a view, anything like that, that's a human being sitting in front of a computer, in front of their TV with their Xbox controller in their hand or their phone in their hand, watching the stream, choosing to spend the the most precious and rare resource that you can never get more of their time with me. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. That's like so. Absolutely. Like I can't think of a of a big bigger, exciting, positive endorsement of like, hey, you're doing something worth doing. Hey, people are enjoying the time. I mean, like, it's so wonderful. It just feels so good. It fills me up completely. And so it doesn't really matter how how many people I've been like this since the beginning. This is very much and I think and you can attest to that, that yep. like when, you know, when I was getting started and I had like under 100 uh, followers and, you know, my views were, you know, two or three people, I was still you know, super loud, excited, happy, well, bubbly. Because I mean, your, you can't your YouTube not videos are the off, same man. way. Yeah, your YouTube videos <laughs> are the same exact way. And and what 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 what's great? And I, I just I have to say one of the things why I am so in awe of you and why I enjoy your content so much is because you are genuine. You are you. Like <laughs> even when we're talking before the show, after the show, it's just like we're just. We're just having a great time and talking and, and laughing. And, and that's, that's, that's genuinely you. And one of my mm-hmm. things is like, I, I pride myself on being really good about seeing through when people are putting sure. up airs and all that stuff, sure. because I, I, which is like a real part of our, of our business. It Very is. It is in, in, in streaming several times where it's something like, Oh, wow. This is not the same personality that I got to know on stream when we're like DMing, planning to do something together. It's like, oh, right. Who's this person? Like, right. It's, it's crazy how much of a change it can be sometimes. Absolutely. And and I mean, looking at looking at people like like Dr. Disrespect and you have like Ninja and people like that, sure. like they put on a lot of airs for their stream. Sure. I mean, people like Ninja, he he has gone from almost a. 180 from what he the original content that he made which was very adult and you know teen oriented right teen up you know um to being completely kid friendly and there's no way that's really him (laughs) you know like like a full flip like that in my opinion is is you know it's it's a bit rough to to swallow because he did it over the course of like a week like he he was just like i'm gonna cut out cussing completely and it's like what? It's, like, it whoa. seems a little hard to believe that that's authentically what he wanted to do, but I yes. did read an article that, that explained his reasoning. Okay. Um, you know, which essentially was that, you know, he, um, you know, because he really kind of rose to stardom incredibly fast. And yes. so um, early on, he was just kind of doing what he was doing. And when he started to get out there and actually go to events and meet fans and realize a substantial portion of the people that were enjoying his content were younger, he authentically felt like... Like, I feel kind of bad saying the things I've been saying, knowing like, like having images in my head of like the faces of these kids that I know are watching my streams. Right. You know, and like he said, like that was kicking my ass and I had to I had to do something different. Um, That makes sense. That's that's where he's coming from. But again, who really knows what the whole point of it is? But I or where where he's really coming from, if that's authentically how he feels. Right. But but I don't know either. But if that's true, I I resonate with that. I totally resonate with that. Oh, no. And I I get it, too. I get sense. it 100%. Yeah. But people like Dr. Disrespect who are literally just a character. It's those, a character. Oh, those, totally. Those, yeah. You know, and and that's not necessarily there's not a problem with characters in streaming, but no. when he there's a there's a line that I've experienced where the character and the person overlap <laughs> and right. 
the person begins to behave like the character. And I've heard that Dr. Disrespect is like that. And some of the oh, other, no. yeah, <laughs> I, I heard that there's a lot of crossover there. I keep track of, dude. It's the same reason why I'm, I'm, I'm pretty aggressive about not telling lies, even if it's convenient and wouldn't hurt anybody. Right. I just don't want to keep track of all that, man. Uh, it's it's <laughs> you know, too like much. I'm, it's too, because then you well, start, you start busy enough, but I'm good. Right. <laughs> you start living the lie and that's, you know, that's, it, no. From my, I, I mean, this is a me thing. I mean, I, this is obviously very opinionated, but I mean, that's the ICT podcast. But I was gonna say it is the Insert Coin Tim podcast. Yes, yes. So ultimately, like from my perspective, like I, I personally, <laughs> I just want to be me, and um, yeah. I, I gravitate to streamers who are like that, like Boom or, or Sean, yeah. whatever you know the retrofiz audience wants to call him. Um, uh, right. right, right. I love the guy because he's genuine. Um, we've, yeah, boom, we've had, boom is boom is boom, man. Exactly. From everybody that I've known, the anything I've seen from him in different places, I haven't had an opportunity to actually hang out with him off stream at some point. But from everybody that I know, yourself included, that really does seem to be the case. It's just like, oh, that's yes. just he's just he's just who he is. He's the guy. That's the, the guy. That's the guy. Yeah, yeah, we've had many a night where we have talked into the wee hours of the morning, and he sure. is he is who he is, and that's that's why I that's love awesome. him. And the same thing goes for like sort of poke, and I mean, so many other streamers, and that that. Those are the people that I resonate with and those are the people that sure. I'm attracted to because I want my content to be as good as theirs. That's like the goal. And it, <laughs> sure. it, my content like can't be good as good as a Dr. Disrespect or in the same world because I don't want to be a character. So, right. yeah. So, right. anyways, I kind of went off on a tangent there. Sorry. But okay. authenticity <laughs> is important. Though. I agree with you. That's, it that's, is. That's a big one. It it's it's a huge deal to me. So so ultimately, um, uh, that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that I, I love to see from you. And um, sure. every time that you end your stream, you sign off with a certain line. And what can you can you share that with the class? I say I say, um, uh, and remember, it's okay to play, or no, uh, and don't forget, it's okay to play. And remember, you're okay too. Every time. So, so when you say it's okay to play, what, what, what do you, what do you envision? What do you mean by that when you say that? Cause like, I, I hear you say it every time and it, I feel like it means different right. things to pretty much everybody who listens, like not necessarily completely different, but like, I really, right. I really dig it. Like, I like that line because I've never had a tagline like that. So it's, it's cool. <laughs> I like it. So, so ultimately like, I'm just curious what, what it means to you and what, you know, what, Sure. Um, what your thoughts are? Ba basically, I stand strongly on on uh, I stand strongly in the opinion that play is a healthy, important part of our lifestyle and a healthy, important part of being a um, um, like a well-adjusted, happy person, regardless of age or whatever. And I find that play especially certain types of well okay no i find that certain types of play get like almost almost um i'm discriminated against is a little bit of a hard term but you know they basically they get um they get put in the category or sort of looked over as childish or like i'm not allowed to do that there's all these um you know how we live our lives with a lot of shoulds and supposed tos right and you know who knows where all that stuff comes from most of the time it's not authentically who what, who we are or what we really want or you know, even chosen in the fullness of like, just like in a vacuum, what do I really want to do? And what would actually be good or bad for me? So much of the time, it's, you know, other people's thoughts, the, you know, society's perspective on what you should or shouldn't be doing at this age, your gender, right. all those things, you know? Yes. And, um, and so I've found over and over again, that, uh, that, that, that video games in particular, but, but play in general, it, it, at some point, people just get this idea that you can start to kind of just look down your nose at it like, oh, you're a child. Oh, you're such a man child. Oh, blah, 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 blah. you know, it's just like, absolutely. And, 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 um, and that was kind of where that began, honestly, was a little bit of like an assertion, like, no, it's okay to play. You get your play on my friends. Like you do that. Um, if that's what makes you happy, if that's where you, you know, get your escape, you get your creative expression, you get your community, you're getting me like, it's can mean a lot of different things play. Um, but that's, that's what it's about is an assertion, a strong stance. Every single time that I make content out there, I intend to say that and state that strongly. Um, because I feel like that's a part of what it means to be streaming and be, you know, whatever term you want to use, you know, an influencer or a, 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 you know, minor internet celebrity or whatever you want to say. Right. 
basically when you're in a position where you have the attention of more than just your sort of normal human being group of people, you know, I feel like you get to, you get to a place where you like it, whether you like it or not, here's the reality. There are people watching you and there are people that will either, there are people that will have feelings about what you're doing. Now, a lot of the time, if you were doing a good job with your content creation and community, the things that you go, cool, you might actually influence some folks to thinking similarly, which is like a lot of responsibility. Yes. And, and it deserves and like, and like, like it or not, that responsibility is yours. Have it, have fun. <laughs> Cause it's yours. You don't, yes. you don't get to choose whether or not you have that responsibility. You do. <laughs> you can choose to be responsible or irresponsible with it, but you just do. Yes. Um, and, uh, so with that said, I feel like it's really important for us to like something that I've been saying a lot lately is to be a good person publicly to like, to like outrate, like act your values in public, you know, be outrageously yourself, not like, and but the reason why I say outrageously is not like, and this is part of the you're okay too part, um, is that it's not about, um, just sticking to your guns and being honest about what you authentically do and don't like and who you really are what you are and aren't comfortable with and all that, because that's important and that all has to happen. But what I'm saying is, is that not just that, which is a good place to start and how we should, that should be the neutral, which it's so is not. We're so busy trying to be a version of ourselves that we think other people might want. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. So especially, oh my God, especially in content creation. Um, but I mean, really, really just everywhere. Anyway, so I find that, um, that if we, um, if we allow ourselves to, um, to to like look inward for our, those kind of questions instead of outward, right? Um, and and also just allow ourselves to really be not just be like, ooh, I don't change my opinion on things when I'm around different people. Yeah. But like go out of your way. You know, if someone, if you walk by a poster, like perfect example, you're on a first date, you're busy trying to you know try and make this thing work and be the person that they want most of the time. Yeah. Right. Uh, so. Be outrageously yourself person is going to, if you walk by a poster of a thing that you happen to like, you're going to say, oh, I like that. That's a thing I really like. Like, uh, you know, doesn't have to be brought up. You know, it doesn't have to be the response to a question of like, oh, do you like that movie? Right. Just be like, oh, man, I love that movie. Like, just be outrageously who you are. And I think that that's important in life and on content creation for this one primary reason, which is like, if, if I'm not actually authentically like deep down the kind of person you're really going to want to spend your time like what are we doing here if i'm pretending to be something else <laughs> like right like sooner or later like 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 truth wins out in the end my time time will reveal who the hell i really am absolutely and so no matter what show or i put on to entice you in what gateway content i make to make you think ooh, this person might be someone i like if it's not actually the things i like actually the kind of people i choose to spend my time with actually the kind of games i'm genuinely authentically interested in like it doesn't work it doesn't last and um so that's that's kind of where all that comes in is that i i, I really i really want people to be like it's okay to be you you are okay you how you are right now it's okay it's okay. It's okay to be that. It's okay to be outrageously that. It's okay to stand strong and who you who who you really are. And it's also like good and healthy to like make time for levity and play and lightheartedness and fun with your friends and family and loved ones. That's that's healthy. So it's an assertion. Long story short. Long story long. <laughs> I I I love it. And and that that's <laughs> that's exactly what I take away from it is that it's that you know yeah. you don't let naysayers kick you down you don't let you don't let gatekeepers keep you out of what you like you just enjoy it because you enjoy it mm -hmm. and and that's that's what i love i absolutely love yeah. that and yeah i mean I, I i don't have anything to add because that was just so perfectly put <laughs> and like i i have i have no comments on it like i just i love that well, that was that was great it's, it's, and it's, <laughs> yeah I, it's it's interesting to yes. see how that all sort of shows up in the stream in practice like in the trenches right yeah um because it, it then it, it even comes down to like when someone comes in and says you know um you know hey do you play insert whatever game that you're not really wanting to play <clears throat> um you know, a common one would be Fortnite or something like that, you know, right. but, but, you know, like, Hey, someone comes in and says, Hey, do you play, for example, Fortnite, you know, and there was a time where I'd be like, no, nah, I don't like Fortnite. It's not for me. 
you know, I don't like, I don't like that game, you know, and then inevitably you get pulled into some conversation about why it's not good, why you don't like it, et cetera. Right. Um, and, and what I've come to do instead as a direct result of trying to like bring my language and my, the way that I communicate with my community in alignment with those values of it's okay to play. It's okay to be you, you're okay. You know, it's like, I've got a lot of little things. I'm sure we'll get into some of them. Yeah. But another big one for me is like, you don't, don't have to be good to have a good time. Like that's, that's a big one. Motto of my Um, life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. But, but like what's happened is, is that somebody comes in do you play Fortnite? And I say like, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm not really into Fortnite. Like it's the, it's a good game. I'm glad people are having a good time with it, but it's not really for me. Like that's, that's a different way to talk about things yes. than because, because a lot of the time when somebody comes in, they're authentically excited about a video game that is yep. currently popular streaming. How, what, what good does that do for me to like crap all over their exactly excitement and, and i run into the, the same thing that i'm trying to make a career in yeah for a game that is currently popular that will come and go just like all other fad games do absolutely it's like what what does that benefit anybody but it's so the knee-jerk reaction of so many yes. of us because we're you know we're just kind of like we have we have we're just like sick and tired of hearing about it just because yes. it's all that anybody talked about for a time right. but but like that doesn't really matter my relationship this is a lot like Dude, we're going to get way off the rails for a second here. Um, <laughs> the, my relationship with the thing doesn't have anything with how I, how, how, how it lands on somebody else. Right. Right. So like, and this, this comes into, we're talking about, you know, racism, ableism, all that kind of stuff. Like just cause I'm ignorant and don't know any better. Right. And, and didn't, didn't mean to hurt anybody. Doesn't have any, like any effect whatsoever on how much someone's hurting right now because I was clumsy and unskillful with my language. Correct. It just doesn't matter. Yes. And so like very much in the same situation, the same sort of way of thinking, I feel the same way about the 30th person that joins you and says in the first 10 minutes of your stream, Hey, can I get an invite? Hey, can I play? Hey, join, join me. Let me join my party, join your party, blah, blah, blah. Like all that stuff that makes us want to pull our hair out sometimes at the yeah. end of the day, like that person, we have to think about that person's authentic experience. They showed up and they thought that thing. And then they asked that thing. Right. They didn't, they don't know that people have been asking it all day. They right. don't know that they're just another, you know, a person in a long parade of people that ask that question. Yes. They're just a person who authentically enjoys your company, likes what you're doing and wants to somehow get closer to you. Right. So why be mean about that? Correct. Well, because we're bored and irritated and tired and frustrated and we see it too much and our mods are tired of it. And la, 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 la. You know, so it's like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of intentionality behind the scenes yes, to not to like have language in a, a certain way to make sure that my moderators model that language yep. on and off the stream. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's very important because um, I, 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 I have a hard time with that because growing yeah. up, I used to be that guy where it was, you know, Oh, I play call of duty. Call of duty sucks. You know, I used to be that way. That was who I used to. And th- I mean, this was a lo- this was a long time ago. So this was, you know, high school, early college. Sure. And right. and coming up through and getting into streaming and stuff, it has become a real struggle to untrain myself of that. And Dude. now it's the the mantra in my head is don't yuck on people's yum. And oh, that's good. When when like people that. when people like say, "Dude, Game of Thrones is awesome. I'm loving it. And I'm just like, I, I'm not into it. Like, whatever. Like, right, yeah. it just, mm-hmm. it, it's, it doesn't do it. But I'm, instead of saying, eh, it's garbage, I don't like it, I say, dude, I'm excited that you like it. It's just not for me. I'm not interested in it. You know, that sort of thing. Like, yep. and then they say, you know, like, dude, I'm so glad you're having a good time. Like, yeah, that's awesome. exactly. And it's like, yeah. you, you should enjoy it because it's, it's there to be enjoyed. And as long as you're yeah. not hurting anyone else with your passions, feel free because it, right? You know, when, when you're, when you're passionate about something like things like star Wars, like I always go back to the star Wars example, star Wars, I am genuinely passionate about. I love everything about star Wars. I always have, but looking at the state of that fandom where people are hyper toxic and negative and bringing out, you know, it is, it's it's a rough, it's a rough area. (laughs) And it's like, it's a hyper toxic fandom because the, the, the loud ones are the people that are the gatekeepers. And they're the people that feel like they have some stake in ownership of the thing when in reality, they're just consumers. And 
there there's a lot there that we could we could spend an entire show unpacking that because like we we need to get to a, a sponsor break here shortly but with that, right. with that said like <laughs> I, it's just, it's one of those things that like it is a conscious effort to welcome yeah. be welcoming and not be that guy right like and i say that guy not as a gendered term but like that is the that is the what i would put on a poster don't be that guy with a capital t right. capital g guy. exactly right for and, sure for sure you know sure. you can i've seen that girl and that nb and that you know and that trans right. man and that trans woman i've that, seen people do yeah, that it's just, regardless don't be that person don't be Stop that it. person exactly but yeah just don't be that yeah. guy that's the that's the whole idea and um that's here's the barometer everybody like as to whether or not it's at all appropriate for you to have anything other than a hey glad you're having a good time kind of answer here's the barometer in my opinion are you at all the target demographic like at all like ask yourself that question yeah like when the new star wars movies come out and i'm like that's not my luke but I'm not the target. Dem- I'm not. They're not making these movies for me, dude. They haven't been making these movies for me for years. Right. Like all the prequels aren't. They were not aimed at me. They, <laughs> you yeah, know? they were aimed they were at a very specific demographic. Like, dude, right? Exactly. And I, you know, I was in that sort of odd demographic that, like, it was a thing that I grew up in with my household. And so, right. like, I was a fan of Star Wars, like, and got made fun of for being a fan of Star Wars, like all, like all through my like elementary school years. Right. right. So, like. So like uh, like for me, what Star Wars is is that particular time, and it's even looked at the through the lens of it being kind of old already, you know. So like like how I got in there and is what I want from that franchise. It's it's long gone. Yeah, I don't think it was even available really, you know, in any time that it's been active for yeah. me, you know. And I think that we think about that with video games too. It's like it's like well, I don't like that stupid dude bro game. <laughs> like well, it's like is that. Is that like what I want to play? Like, is that speaking to me? Do, do, does their marketing campaign use, you know, visuals and images and voices that that speak to me? No. Right. But you know, when Insomniac is like, "Hey, you want to check out Sunset Overdrive?" I'm like, "You." you. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. You know, like that's that's a completely different thing. Well, and <laughs> I mean, if, and, if you if you to, to draw that parallel, if you look at um, if you look at the 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 world of gaming as it stands. Um, mm-hmm. With things like Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, or the Soulsborne series, cool. those kind of games, they are a bit—they're um, a bit exclusive. You don't—they're not for everyone. They're designed to be difficult, and they—they they have a target demographic, just yes. like anything that ever gets sold ever. Correct. Get over it. Yes, <laughs> and and one of my—you know—one of the one of the big arguments that I bring up with that is yes, that is the case. I would like to see this and I can give valid criticism around it. But when people come to you and say, oh, you just need to get good. That's toxicity. That's a problem. And that's agreed. And that that's where agreed. like in gaming, we have a real problem with that toxicity of, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody asks for something, even politely in a in a structured well-reasoned manner like hey you know what would be great i would love it if if the soulsborne series would add an easier mode so that i can enjoy the story or just like a a story cutscene mode or something like so i i would love to because i want to know what everybody's interested in with this series because it seems fascinating people love it and it's like why do they love it and then when you go and you say you know, it would be really cool if I could enjoy this with you. And people go immediately, no, you suck. Get out of here. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's frustrating. And that's, that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of that whole, that, that same kind of vein is just that stop yucking on people's yum. Even if they're interested, Dude, like don't, don't keep, don't keep people out of what you love just because they want to enjoy it in a different way. That's, people yeah. it's, it's not okay for you. like everything isn't for everyone the exactly end. that's okay exactly and that's you know? okay like i just you know there's like legitimately food that i'm allergic to yeah. it's just not for me man absolutely <laughs> it's okay absolutely. like i don't have to get like angry that that's not a thing that right that, that i like and <laughs> and and then okay. you you probably you know wouldn't get angry if someone said i wish bananas tasted like apples you'd go okay <laughs> you know you be like all right well, yeah. keep on dreaming <laughs> yeah I, I, exactly and that that's kind of where i'm at with like the Soulsborne series is like yeah i know it's a pipe dream and they're never gonna do it but i'm still gonna say i would really love to be able to be part of that community and enjoy it without feeling like if I tried, I'd be attacked. So it's okay to play. Right? A really good long conversation about that. Cause I've been a big fan of that series since back since uh, demon souls. Okay. Um, 
And uh, oh, I would, I would love, to, love talk to talk with you about, about that at yes. length sometime. I have strong oh, I opinions that. about all that. And Yay! I'd love that. Yes, but, but but we need to do ad break. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> Shock is keeping me on track here. All right, guys, we are going to take a short sponsor break. So uh, stick with us, and we will be right back. And we are back. Thank you very much for your patience, guys. And uh, we're still here with the ever so lovely Shaka Panda. Love his face. Look how handsome Aww. it is. Ooh. I mean, you oh, can't see it if you're listening to the audio. Put on, let me put on the infamous glasses. Here we go. Oh, there you go. Have them on my desk. Oh, I like oh. them. If if you are yeah. listening to the audio version of this, he has on some uh, pixel glasses, which are real, real nice. Oh, yeah. I pixel like glasses. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, okay. So... <laughs> Let's get into something a little heavier. It kind of plays into what you said as well. So sure. it's it was a great lead in because um, we were we were uh, one of the big things that kind of came up in the news recently is that um, PewDiePie, the infamous. Right. Ugh, I, I don't even get me started on the guy. I've gone on many rants about him. Um, I, let's just say let's put it succinctly. I'm not a fan. OK, I, I'm not a fan of him, his content or the way he does does things. Um, OK. So I'm putting that out there because I am heavily biased in this. So just understand that. It okay. sounds like it. <laughs> so if if you have not heard, do you what do you know of PewDiePie in general? Like, do you know his content? Oh, I'm 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 quite aware of PewDiePie. Okay, okay. So um, his his content has never really spoken to me, but yes. I have long respected his unbelievable work ethic and the and uh, ability to um to business. Absolutely. Um, and um. Yeah, yeah. I um, PewDiePie, PewDiePie, PewDiePie is the kind of guy that doesn't need to know so much watch the news because he just makes that shit. Yes, you that's know? right. And, that's true. And like, like love him or hate him, respect. Yes, you know, and I and like I respect the, him a great deal. You don't get to be ninety something million, you know, uh, subscribers on YouTube strong by <laughs> you know being a total schlub. Um, but right. and you watch. What's interesting if you watch his content, even in the nuance, his content, and and you also happen to be like aware of the goings ons in the world that he operates in, as far as the kind of culture and the pockets and silos that he tends to, to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, his his agility to address a topic and and set trends and make make new memes and things is unbelievable yeah um you know to, like to understand like the level of the depth of understanding that he has of the content creation game is incredible it's yes. a master class just to watch like the titles of his videos i mean maybe not so much these days because uh, although uh, you know but but uh um it's fascinating and has been for a long time to watch to watch folks like him whether or not i happen to enjoy their content like as a viewer um, as like a professional, oh, yeah. I mean, distant peer, it's kind of like wow, yes. impressive. He's a he's a so. he's he's definitely a trendsetter. He is definitely a trailblazer, and those are mm-hmm. those are definitely important takeaways. Because from my perspective, like I don't hate the guy. I just when it comes down to what he represents for gaming culture, he he feeds into a lot of the toxicity. Um, oh sure. Uh, specifically around using the n word on a live stream. Um, having videos That's still. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having having videos that feature anti-Semitism in them, um, uh, those sort of things. Those are the those are the highlights, right? And and those mm-hmm. those stick out as a very sore thumb because he is a master at non-apologies. So if you if you watch where he quote unquote apologized for saying the N word on stream, or where his videos had um, had the anti-Semitic. Uh, I'm not even going to say undertones. It was prevalent in the video. Um, and the the whole thing was pretty, pretty over the top. Uh, very obviously pointed. At the very least deserving of trigger warnings. Yes. Um, yes. And, and you know, you know if, I mean, if it was always used to equate something that is nowhere near as awful as the Nazi regime with the Nazi regime, hyperbolically, that was yes. always where that was coming from. Yeah. Was that a wise choice? Probably not. Correct. Um, but uh, but that's yeah. yeah. Well, from Agreed. from from what like like I was saying, he his his quote unquote apology videos were pretty much sorry not sorry, and um, and and ultimately the the way that it came across was almost sarcastic in the presentation, um, in in his way, which to me is very disingenuous, but to his viewership, they took that as gospel, and it's just very interesting to me because. <laughs> 
after his stream debacle, I thought he was done with live streaming platforms forever because I don't think Twitch wanted him on there. Um, I know <laughs> Disney dropped him because of what he did. Um, I right. think YouTube restricted his ability to stream i could be wrong there i don't know um but ultimately he is actually going to be live streaming again on a platform called d live um and for those who don't know what d live is d live is a live streaming platform that is designed to help creators monetize more meaningfully by offering up a blockchain technology cryptocurrency called lino l-i-n-o um and you'll you collect that lino by just watching um by donating to content creators and um, the content creators get the vast majority of the Lino and the rest go to the viewer as a locked amount. I'm not entirely sure how that works because I'm not 100% percent It's familiar. like a 90-10 thing. I was looking through yeah. it this afternoon and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody in the comment, but uh, my understanding is, is that essentially uh, DLive doesn't take anything personally. Um, like it doesn't come back to the company, yep. which they, I'm very the curious. The platform like keeps their none. business model. Yeah, I'm very curious how the business model allows for that long term, but obviously haven't had a chance to look into that stuff. And it's not going to be on their FAQ page. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, the the idea is, is that, um, you know, anything that uh, any kind of transaction that happens on the site, 90 percent of the money goes straight to the content creator. And then 10 percent is set aside and is given out as like random prizes and whatnot to the viewers again. Right. Uh, and right. so everything basically stays in ecosystem and I, I guess ultimately will end up in the pockets of content creators or or at least for a time in the wallets of the viewers. Yes. Um, so it's an, it's a very interesting idea. And it's, it seems like it a, seems like monetarily like a very streamer first kind of platform. Yes. Um, it's very creator focused, which is sure. very appealing to someone like myself and I'm sure to you as well. Um, it's one of those sure. deals that's. Uh, definitely like a, wow, that's kind of impressive that they, they did that. Um, again, mm-hmm. how it works in the background, I don't know. And environmental impacts of cryptocurrency and blockchain aside, exciting. And I, you know, I don't, I don't want to get right. into that because like that, that's, again, I have issues with, with cryptocurrencies and blockchain in general, just because of how much power it takes to even make one transaction. And like, it's so unsustainable, but we won't get into that. Um, it's getting better, and they're working on improving the tech. That's fine with right. me. I'm going to leave it at that. I'll let you guys do the research sure. there, and you can call me crazy if you want in the comments or chat or whatever. I'm fine with that. Um, I've Just been super quick, crazy my personal opinion about blockchain stuff in general is that I think what's interesting is the blockchain technology being applied elsewhere than cryptocurrency. Agreed. That's really what I think is most interesting. Yes, I agree 100%. And I think the, the, the implications and future applications of it are much wider than just fake money. And um, I, I think it's fascinating oh, yeah. technology for sure. I just, yeah. I worry about environmental impact just because of how unsustainable technology in general has started to become. So sure. I have concerns, but that said, that's neither here nor there. What's happening is PewDiePie is actually going to start live streaming on DLive. Um, right. So, and that, that brought up a really good like question that I had was, Looking at that, it ensured that I personally will probably never touch DLive because if they're willing mm. to accept a live streamer who has been essentially shunned by the live streaming community in a lot of ways, um, by the live streaming platforms, are they willing to accept the Howard Stearns of the world that are, you know, or... <laughs> The people who are more willing to drop racial slurs are they yeah, going so to forgive it? It's going to become like eight chan live, basically. Exactly, and that you know that that's my that's my concern. Yeah. And so, like, I've been told that I I one of the okay, I have a quote here. A okay. a uh, a live streamer on Mixer, Cabby, had a tweet that said, uh, "At times, I wonder if we feed our own turmoil with savage trolls. We play these popular games with its majority audience kids. If there are a ton of great mature viewers out there." Uh, oh, well, no, that's the, wrong, that's the wrong one. Hold on. Uh, sorry, <laughs> that's the wrong one. Okay, so Cabby said, just because PewDiePie joins DLive, Snoop starts blazing it on Mixer, and Ninja parading an army of kids on Twitch doesn't mean you should let it dictate your channel or care. Focusing on your content will get you a lot further than sabotaging your own stream to make a statement. So with that... I thought that was really interesting. Like, like a protest, I'm not streaming on this platform anymore kind Correct. of Correct. Making, making it, okay. saying I'm going to keep my audience and my content from this platform because they represent something that I dislike. So I found that really interesting because in a way, to me, it's contradictory because looking at that statement is 
what are you if not your content? And if you can't make a statement, a meaningful statement, and and you know say this is I don't agree with this thing's views, what what is the point of creating content in the first place? Um, I I don't know if I sound crazy, but I it's one of those deals that for me when you say you're sabotaging your stream to make a statement, it's not sabotaging if you have the moral imperative and you feel you are in the right because you are you know. It, Unless you are making your content to be lowest common denominator to appeal to literally everyone, sure. What, what are you making a statement? Is it a non-statement? Like I just don't understand the the viewpoint. So the statement being specifically publicly choosing to not be on a particular platform is that what yes you mean? because because something they did you disagree with so for example if i were to say i will not go on d live because they have pewdiepie and pewdiepie has said racial slurs in the past and didn't really even get us barely got a slap on the wrist in terms of monetary loss or um a community backlash so right. is d live in my view and i mean this is just my view and like even I'll, I'll tell you now, Retrofiz itself is going to be on DLive at some point. So that said, mm -hmm. like it, it may come across as contradictory, but Retrofiz is not just me. It's multiple people. Right. And from sure. my perspective, ICT itself, the, the live stream, the, the podcast will be just simply because, so, you know, if you're watching on DLive as an old episode, hi guys, I'm, I'm sitting here like knocking you guys a little bit, not intentionally and not trying to be mean, <laughs> but if I disagree with, with, what PewDiePie stands for. If he stands for toxicity in gaming, to me, he's going to bring that audience there. Toxic people, racists, people who agree with what he says, and it's going to become like 8chan, like you said. It's going to be a place where undesirables go because they're welcome. Is... Am, am I... Am I... So, like, from your perspective, no, am I, I nuts think, for, I think, for saying that? Like... I think that you're not... I don't think that... Uh, I don't think you're nuts. <laughs> um, I feel like well, I am uh, some days. <laughs> I, I can I can I can imagine the red strings and note paper all along your wall, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's here. It's here. <laughs> I can tell it. I've cracked the secret, man. Pewds and the pie and the life. No, um, no, man. Uh, I I think, however, that um, as as is often the case with gamers, because you, you know we we talked earlier on the podcast before the break about how a lot of the times what makes you a better content creator is in direct opposition to the habits we've created as a gamer. Right. Um, and I think that this is another realm where that's also true is that we are always trying to, uh, trying to like, to, uh, to like puzzle ahead thinks like, you know, to use a chess metaphor, think several steps ahead, right? Several right. moves ahead. Yeah. Um, and I am of the school of thought that things, are a lot less that that things are a lot less um urgent i guess um and by, by that what i mean is is that is that um if you are streaming on d live and uh pewdiepie comes over and you start to see what you're talking about happen happen leave just leave um if it if it if you are on d live and it doesn't happen cool don't leave um but i would say that Trying to imagine what will happen ahead of time when there's so many moving parts and so many things that can only be imagined or predicted based on historical information um, and in such a complex and difficult to predict ecosystem that operates at this kind of scale, you know, the Internet, um, it's it's um, I think that you may be causing yourself extra grief um, beyond what is like actually going to fundamentally be involved in your decision making for your business. And that, that's, that's fair. probably that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I think sorry, it's probably not a very sensationalist answer. I know that everybody wanted me to say, no, I think that D live is freedom of speech or I don't even like what, whatever, but well, <laughs> I, I ultimately don't, I ultimately like, I'm not totally like sold on the fact that I think that, that PewDiePie is going to like, just start spouting racist terms and bring all this craziness. Right. But I just have concerns for associating my brand with that sort of thing because Guilty by association is a very real thing in the eyes of consumers. If you are on, oh, if you are on, you know, if you're on Twitch and you are a, a female streamer, unfortunately you will be called a booby streamer regardless of whether you are or not. And I don't necessarily no agree with that, but that, that is a big 
problem there. So yeah. my concern is going over there or having even restre- like restreaming there would be what I would end up doing because Mixer's my home. I mean, I'm wearing a Mixer shirt right now. So, I mean, that's where ICT lives right now. And that's that's where my streams sure. go. But ultimately, like if I go to DLive and, you know, if there is this perception, because believe it, you know, there are a lot of people that love PewDiePie, but there are also a lot of people who dislike PewDiePie for what he stands for. And my concern would be that if I go, I stream on DLive as well, is there going to be that association from the people that I want to bring over um, that, oh, you're on the platform with the the, the racist N-word spouter and the, the anti-Semite? Like, that that's not an association that I want involved with my brand. And that that's, I guess that's where my concern comes in. And again, like, you're absolutely right. Like we try to think so many steps ahead and it's, it's impossible to know. Right. But if you do make that misstep and it happens, like I just, I, that, that's something that's very hard to come back from much like, um, much like, uh, issues with saying the N word in the first place. Like you, you become un you know, un, undesirable and you become, you know, yeah, and, and that's a complicated subject right it there. Is. It is. Um, and, and I, I mean, yeah. we don't have a ton of time because it's about an hour long show and I, I'm like, I'm, right. I'm bringing up the heady stuff and I'm sorry. I just, it's just, no, these it's are, fine. these are thoughts that I, I have. And normally I'd be just sounding them off at my camera and I have someone who is very capable and very intelligent next to me. So I figured I would just say it and see what you thought in, you know, sure. in a, in the five minutes we have left. For this. Oh shit. <laughs> Um, so, uh, well, okay. So as far, as far as I'm concerned, I, I, I think that, um, um, I, I choose to not restream on other places. I choose to stream just on Mixer. Um, I have been saving, uploading recordings. I make a local recording at the same time, uh, at a higher quality rate so that are at higher you know quality settings uh so that i can use higher quality stuff for editing highlights and things but also i just upload those straight to youtube um so i've been i've been saving them there but really more archival they're not even like live right now they're they're all you know unlisted um right but uh so all that is to say is that i have found that when you are making content of any kind on any platform there is a local language and culture to that platform right and the local language and culture to that platform are um pretty unique to that platform uh, there will be some similarities and whatnot but the deeper that you dig into and buy into that platform and the eccentricities and benefits of that platform I've, i have found that you it's almost like you get respect from the people that frequent that community um, because they see that you respect their place and respect what they're up to and respect the culture there, regardless of how big or small it is. Right. Um, and you are more likely to have a real resonation or resonate with them for real um, as your audience. And, um, and then that of course is kind of what it's all about is building real relationship with your community. That's, that's what all of this is about. And so, so for me, restreaming somewhere else has never really held much appeal once I, or has no longer held, no longer holds appeal after coming to those perspectives and those realizations. Um, you know, if I, I can only imagine how confusing or odd it would feel for someone on Facebook or YouTube or whatever to see my mixer chat on the screen, um, you know, or, and, or have me be responding to someone who they don't see the chat of right. and vice versa. And I think that, I think that that, then that, that's not like there's ways to fix that. You can combine the chat, you know, and so on. I think we all know that splitting your attention between two different platforms that may or may not have two different, you know, latency rates, uh, which will, if we're using mixer, like a professional, you're doing, uh, 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 faster than light like that. That may be a little bit harsh, but like, let's be real here. If you're not using FTL on Mixer, like what's the point? Like Mixer's, that's like the thing that Mixer does. That's everything is built upon. And so if you're, if you're looking to be at Mixer as well as elsewhere and you're doing that at the cost of streaming at FTL, you might as well not stream on Mixer because it's a massive competitive disadvantage. Right. Um, so anyway, but so I tend to not worry too much about going to other platforms. Um, and, and, but I, at the same time, I'm very unromantic about where I am. Um, you know, like, um, how to put this, um, 
I don't mean to say that I have an, a, pers a private opinion and a public opinion. I don't. Um, I allow myself to be all in where I am because it is currently where I believe is the best place for me. Um, and so uh, where is the best place for me? And so that right now happens to be Mixer. Historically, it was other places. In the future, it may be somewhere else. I'm not against going where the people are because I'm more interested in spending time with people and making real connections with people than um, you know, achieving something in particular on a particular platform. I guess that's, I mean, I'm, I'm on Mixer because I'm have fi finding it effective to connect with people on Mixer, not because I happen to like the big M above and beyond anything else. Right. You know, it's like, it's, uh, I'm not going to allow myself to get into a romantic relationship, romantic as in like the romance of it all, not the sexy time of it all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm not going to allow myself to have like a, have like, any, like some goofed up emotional relationship, um, you know, to the same sort of levels of passion and silliness of like the whole console war sort of situation. Right. Like I'm not, I'm not a Microsoft guy cause I'm a mixer right. partner. Like that's a recipe for poor business choices and eggs and all one, all in one baskets and right. all that shenanigans. Absolutely. Um, so like so like for me that's kind of what all comes up around this D Live thing and around him going over there is that it's like okay PewDiePie moved somewhere because that was the choice he had um, because he burnt bridges at places and you know didn't didn't go about um, rectifying those mistakes in a way that was satisfying to the people that it bothered and so the market has spoken and those companies do not believe it's worthwhile having him there. And so now he has to go somewhere else. And honestly, I don't know. I haven't personally read details about PewDiePie being kicked off or banned or shunned or whatever on any of those other sites, but I wouldn't terribly be surprised. He's kind of a big dude. And, you know, I, I was, I, we don't need to drag up all the details of, of the whole, you know, PUBG N word thing, but it was horrifying. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, it was, it was pretty not, rough. <laughs> it, it was, it was not like, oh man, he's been listening you know and it's entered into his vocabulary right like it's like that was the thing you said to hurt a feelings wow yes. bro yep. <laughs> you know like yeah so so like yeah so like i fully understand where you're coming from with being concerned about being associated with him although i feel like just because he happens to be really huge doesn't mean that d live is is all about pewdiepie now to be fair if you go to like d live.com or whatever tv um, d live.tv d live.tv yeah um, like the support creators image at the top of the center of the screen looks like it's a picture of PewDiePie. So like, <laughs> so like maybe they're really going huge and, and, you know, fine, whatever. Cool. Well, um, the, the but, big thing, the big thing with that is that they're, they're a small platform and they just got somebody who is literally the true. biggest YouTuber. Well, outside right. of, and I mean the biggest individual YouTuber, uh, in the world. So therefore he's going to bring a lot of clout to their platform that mm -hmm. they didn't have before. I mean, it's much like Mixer sure. bringing, um, Post Malone and, uh, Snoop Dogg and, and all the, the, the folks that they've yeah. brought in to help add extra clout to the platform sure. and bring eyes to the platform. So it will go a long way to making D live and putting them on the map. Um, sure. Doesn't doesn't earn them a lot of positivity points with me, but that said, yeah. I'm not necessarily the target demographic, right? So um, I can't no. yuck and, and on honestly, their like, yum. I mean, so <laughs> well, also at the end of the day, dude. Like, let me. We have to ask ourselves. You know, I mean, everybody. You know, everybody in 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 this voice call at this moment of now probably agrees that the ultimate goal of content creation is to build meaningful relationship with your community and expand yes. that community. Right. Right. Um, expanding that community um, in a way that doesn't allow for real connection and relationship um, or even parasocial relationship is, uh, is unsustainable, unhealthy, and is not a good business practice and is short-term thinking and is just not wise. Right. And so um, to me, like whenever I look at another platform or whether I, whenever I look at something like that at all, I ask myself like, does this have the tools for me to be able to more effectively connect with my audience? Right. And right now, Mixer specifically is the place that I find the most effective way to make meaningful connection as quickly as possible yeah. or as efficiently, I guess, because I'm not necessarily worried about rushing relationship, but um, there's less barriers to making that relationship happen. Right. And um, absolutely. And so to me, Mixer remains the place where it seems like is the best spot for me to invest. Now, obviously, that's a, still a, a, a roll of the dice, and we're all purchasing beachfront property before it's Malibu, as I like to say, yeah, we're, yeah, um, we're, we're all kind of flying know, we, by we the are, seat of our pants. Making, yeah. We're making an investment in something that may or may not 
pan out the way we want it to, and the may or may not pan out. There's a lot of that that we don't have anything to even do with or yep. even influence. Yep, definitely exactly. don't control. So, um, but at the same time, I have to go like, okay, what what do these platforms offer? that allows me to more effectively make connection with my audience, which will then allow me to more effectively, um, you know, lead a community and, you know, influence the world in a positive way. And, you know, ultimately, if we want to get talk like brass tacks, finances and stuff, like if you're going to be doing partnerships, if you're going to be doing brand deals and things, obviously for things that you actually authentically believe in, you know, like pretty confident. You don't think that uh, balls energy drinks taste like terrible, you know, <laughs> I love it. Um, it's like my, my favorite you know, drink. It, so. it needs to be something that you enjoy anyway, obviously. Right. Yep. Um, so we have to keep integrity there, just like you keep integrity elsewhere in your content creation, playing games yep. you actually like, spending time with other streamers that you authentically enjoy the company of, not just because they're bigger, things like that. Um, and so to me, it just feels like we're, we're, you know, it, it's, it's, that's, that's the question always is yeah. you know some new platform shows up some new sh some new shenanigans happens people are you know feel, it feels like every three three to six months there's like oh people are like you know it mixer is over party everybody's going to twitch oh twitch is over party everybody's going to mixer it's just like oh my god just shut up and stay in your lane and do your work man yes yes <laughs> build, <laughs> you know, build, like, build your Lord. community and focus on your content and if you're on d live yep. if you're on mixer if you're on twitch just focus on what you're doing and i think that's probably the the smartest move you can make now if things do go right. south and and the platform begins to disagree with what you believe or your content move on but beyond that move on i i yeah. think i think that as it stands and i mean you've you've really helped me kind of flesh that out and i appreciate that as it stands i think sure, the, i feel like d live is probably pretty benign and we'll see what happens and yeah. it's it's stupid of me to burn the bridge of that possibility before you know before the bridge is even built so um right. yeah so i think i think that's I also like just in general, just as like a final thought about DLive in general, like yeah. DLive seems to be so busy putting the financial side first. Yes. Front and facing at the top of their FAQs on their homepage, all that, that um, that to me feels like scarcity, fear based stuff. Yes. Um, and not like hey, how can we make a platform that allows people to be able to connect and have authentic relationships with each other more effectively? Yeah. Like that should be the question. Yes. And then then, then once we've done that, how can we monetize that and make it sustainable so people don't have to have a part-time job and make content on this platform that's meaningful? Right. Um, you know, and, and so um, from the outset with DLive being so, you know, money, 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 like immediately made me skeptical. Now that's just... Yeah. That's just my sixth sense, one man's opinion. Yes. I don't have any real details about it. I haven't even read everything that I intend to read about DLive because obviously I kind of just pushed it aside and wasn't thinking about it uh, until we started talking about it today. But, right. but that's kind of my, that was my immediate kind of like, hmm, I don't know how that smells to right. me. And that, know, that, that's my, just, that's, I'm right with you. So I, I understand no. completely. I, 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 I do the same thing. Anybody who, who walks in a room and starts throwing around money, what does that mean? Like that, that's not a meaningful connection. That's how you get, yeah, that's how you get popular. Like liaise between yes. me and big, you know, to, to liaise in a professional setting, like at the game developer conference or something. I ran right. into a gentleman. His job is to liaise, be the go-between between, you know, big companies like Grubhub and things like that, looking for connecting with uh, streamers to actually, actually, you know, have a partnership instead of a partnership that we like to, uh, affiliates we like to call partnerships. Right. Um, where they actually give you money every month just because you're being, just because you have a link and work with them and have their badge on your page and stuff like. Right. And um Anyway, but like like long term, like those are the kind of deals that are most attractive to people that can actually, you know, put together something that's attractive for the advertisers. And yes. so like people like that, that's fine. But like there's so few situations where that needs to be the first thing out of your mouth. How can I make you some money? You know, in this yeah. streaming world. Yeah. Like that stuff is is so rarely actually publicly I discussed, agree. which in a way, D Live is being real and upfront about it, and that sounds yes. great. But what it sounds like is it sounds like a bunch of people that streamed elsewhere that are butthurt about it and are doing their and, and are doing their own thing somewhere else. Yeah. Using blockchain, which is interesting, you know, but ultimately it just it just sounds like people that are just like, man, I didn't like the way I was treated. I'm just, you know, it's just like, 
it's they're just so emphatic about it. It almost feels like they're sort of overcorrecting. If that yeah. makes sense, it so. feels almost disingenuous. And yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay, I just pointed um, the camera for those of you in audio. Yes. Uh, so um, <laughs> let's go ahead and take one more sponsor break. Then we'll wrap up because we're at over an hour now, and then we will uh, uh, we'll, we'll Sorry, wrap up. I do that. No, we're we're fine. It was great, but we will uh, we'll be right <laughs> back after this short word from our sponsors. Hold tight, guys. And we're back, <laughs> which in video world, <laughs> they literally just sit there and watch us pause for a second. And then, <laughs> yeah, it's, I shouldn't be making it's, funny faces. My bad. It's, Next it's, time. It, no, I like it. I like it. It's it's good. We're, we're fine. Oh, OK, so um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up just because we went we went long. But um, ultimately, like, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me, Shaka. It has been a real oh, yeah, freaking pleasure. It's I I. I loved having you on and i've been i've been wanting to have you on for ages so it's great that the, the stars finally aligned and we could make Aww. it happen so thank you for taking your time to spend with me and, and, and yak about you know streaming and content creation because i love hearing your thoughts on it it, it really makes me and, and you made me think and that that's a that's a huge deal is having that perspective made me go maybe d live's not maybe it's more benign than I, I gave it credit for. Maybe it's not quite such a horrible thing. Uh, it's still something to be wary of, but every platform is right. Like every platform right. is trying to entice people and do weird things. And right. that's just how it is. But with that said, can you tell us where we can find your lovely content on the interwebs? Of course, uh, you can go to mixer.com forward slash Shaka Panda to come hang out with me live. Um, and then of course I am Shaka Panda on Twitter and uh, on Instagram. And then on Facebook, you can find me at Shaka Panda Plays as well as uh, YouTube, also Shaka Panda Plays. And Shaka is spelled S H A K K A. K K A. Two Ks. Two Ks. Double K. Yes. Double yes. K. So, Gets you every time. Yes. So, so <laughs> if you guys want to go check him out, please do. He is absolutely well worth your time. You will not regret it because I. Oh, thanks, man. Every time, every time I see his content, it, it it genuinely lifts up my day. So thank you for doing what you do, and thank you for 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 just being you because you're awesome dude absolutely and those of you that stop by from the uh, stop by my stream sometime uh from the podcast make sure to let me know how i f i would love to uh to 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 know where that you came from the podcast especially yes. so that i can tell tell tim <laughs> tell, tell him tim sent you. <laughs> yeah, there you, go, there you go. tell me tell me tim sent you <laughs> and um and uh for those of you who are wondering you can find me on uh, mixer i have a twitch channel that's not active right now but you can find me on mixer twitch facebook and instagram at insert coin theater uh you know how to spell it it's obviously in the title of the podcast darn it um and then you can find me on twitter at insert coin tim um, and, uh, I'm not going to do the whole podcast spiel I do every episode because I would like for you to, to sign us off with your world famous tagline. I would love that if you, if you would be so kind. Okay, sure. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us, everybody. As always, don't forget, it's okay to play and remember you're okay too. <laughs>